Let's just start off, Lord, we just thank you that you have just put an atmosphere of joy over this place as we go into this today, Lord, that you just have a special download for each person here, that you have a fresh revelation of what you want to do in their personal life, in their business life, in their ministry. God, you are going to touch people where they need to be touched today. And Jesus said, Amen. Amen. I'm on fire today, both literally, so if I'm sweating, just pretend like I look pretty, okay? So, see me through God's eyes, okay? So, yeah, I don't sweat. Actually, you know, I sweat a lot, but that's okay. So, guess what I'm going to talk to you guys about today. Can you guess? Joy, yes! See, it's so good. So good. So I'm going to start right out in Isaiah 54. I'm going to read this from the message, and it says, um, Sing, barren woman who has never had a baby. Fill the air with song, you who have never experienced childbirth. You're, you're ending up with far more children than all those childbearing women. God says so. So clear lots of ground for your tents, Okay. I know we might be talking about people out there. I'm done with the childbearing. It's okay. No, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I better not say that out loud. So, so make your tents large, spread out, think big. Use plenty of rope, drive the tent pegs deep. You're, you're going to need lots of elbow room, guys. If you sit next to me, you know that. For your growing family, you're going to take over a whole nation. You're going to resettle abandoned cities. That's good. Come on. That is really good. So he's talking about childbirth there, but look, he's growing families. We're family. He's growing us. He's growing his kingdom. This is a good word. I'm really on, this is, I'm just super excited to share with you guys today. So we're going to, he's saying enlarge your tents. You know, if you put your tent stake right next to your tent, what happens as soon as the dew sets? It falls in on you. Everything's wet, your blankets are wet, your pillow's wet. You go into the house at 2 o'clock in the morning and sleep on the couch, okay? <laughs> Any of you that were kids that had tents and you didn't know how to put them up? Yes. That's what happens. Okay, so you're saying enlarge your tents, put your tent, tent stakes out, drive them deep, you know, that barren woman, prepare for your growing family before it's there. Prepare, add a room onto the house, get what you need, prepare, talk about your family, plan for it. Says, I love when it said resettled abandoned cities. Now our city hasn't been abandoned, but it looks way different than it did. Used to have, you know, a car dealership and a movie theater and all of these things. And I'm like, yeah, we're resettling this. God wants not just life, He wants abundant life here in this area. And it's going to spread, it's going to keep spreading. It's kind of like that game you used to play where it's like circled out. It just keeps spiraling out, and every time it goes out, it just gets bigger and bigger. So. So do it now in the season where maybe you're small or you're unnoticed. When it looks like impossible, that, that what you're coming against seems impossible. You know, when you can't catch a break. How many of you guys have had a season where you can't catch a break? You know, everything happens. You finally think you're doing good and you stub your toe on the way out. <laughs> yeah. I won't ask who's in a season like that now, but if you are, God's given you a special grace today for that. So... And I love when he says, sing to me, 
sing to me, barren woman. You do not feel like singing if you've been asking God for something and you have not seen it yet. You feel like complaining. Oh, I don't think God loves me. Everybody else makes money and they have children. I'm like, you better watch out because you know what? When you have children when you're little, you're going to be like, why didn't you give these to somebody else? You know, when it looks like you can't catch a break, but God says, sing to me in the barren season. That means bleak or lifeless. When nothing's going on, every time you're like, I'm going to get an answer, you get there and it's like, nope, there's no answer. And you're like, I've been waiting for this. That bleak and barren, lifeless season. The song of joy when it's tough, when it's painful, when discouragement is always leaking. Re- How do you say that? Think lurking. See, you guys help me with words. You know, I am getting better. I'm healing. My healing comes forth speedily, okay? So my memory is coming forth speedily. So kind of like lurking around the corner. It's like you finally think you're getting ahead, and it's kind of following you. Have any of you guys ever had a season like that? Or just no. me? No. Okay, you have, so. <laughs> no, saying you have to be. But that season where it just feels like that. God says when you live in joy, you produce more than a natural. He said to that barren woman, he said, Guess what? Sing, because you're going to have more children than the natural. And, you know, like, okay, well, it took them two years to have five kids. You're getting triplets, you know what I mean? Or God's going to bless you. I mean, the Neppers are here today, but they got 13 kids. So, I mean, how awesome is that? So what it looks like taking the natural, God's like, oh, no, no, we're, we're bypassing that. And you're going to have a whole quiver full and you don't even know. You know, so he's talking to her like, so, but we can look at that. And when we live in joy, what we're believing for, what we're walking in is going to produce faster than it would in the natural. You know, put yourself with joy in the place where you celebrate that answer before it comes. The place that places you in a spiritual process, that growth will be bigger and faster than anything that you will see in the natural. It says, shout praise For your rate of fruitfulness is going to surpass what you thought, what you've seen. You know, like I said, they have two babies in five years. You get 13 in a few years. Or your job, someone that went to school and I'm not, God is calling you to education, go to college, do that. But I'm saying is, if God says, I'm placing you in this job, you could work 10 years to make what somebody else makes just for favor. That's for you. So, you know what I mean? Because God says, well, that's how the natural does it, but I want you there and I'm going to put you there. Because you're going through a joy instead of complaining. He says, I I know what I'm doing. Sing joy to me. Joy is that supernatural element. Because most of the time when you're in a season of joy, crazy stuff is going on in every corner of your life. That's just kind of how it is. And that's good. Because James 1, 2, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brother and sisters, when you face trials of any kind. Now, if you go and say to people, you know, you should be, you know, just have joy about, you know, that you're sick. And they're like, what? Like, if you come to some, you know, in the natural, that seems weird. Like, no, I should be worried and I should be down and I should be on depression meds or whatever it is because, you know, this is all happening to me. So in the natural, when you say, yeah, I'm doing great, um, people are like, what? What's going on? Because delayed answers or road bumps produce character. We need character. We don't start out with character. 
we start out as whiny, poopy babies. And it's all about us, me, me, me. A baby doesn't care if you've been up all night. If they want to be fed or they want to be changed, they want it now. You know? We need character. We need to build character. It produces character when you go through it with joy instead of complaining or sorrow or you're trying to manipulate God to do it the way you want. Some of you guys know I have been dealing with shingles. I know you can't tell because I'm running around. But God has been so good to me in this season because I chose joy. So good to me. He may, the enemy may have gotten to me in my blind spot, but he is not keeping me there. I'll tell you what, I have done everything they said I couldn't do, and I'm going to do more. And I look, and they said, weeks or months are up to a year for my healing. I said, I don't think so. It's going to... You know, I definitely take the medicine and I say, thank you, God, that you gave them wisdom for this. And I am not on pain meds anymore. Hallelujah. I don't have pain. 80% better. And the 20% that says my healing come forth speedily. It is on its way. And it has been less than two weeks. I ain't even into a month. So good. I went all day yesterday and the medicine has been making me so tired. And I got to bed and we were 1130 at night. And I said, I'm just going to stay up. I'm not tired at all. Some of you have been around me. You've seen how tired I have gotten falling asleep while you're talking to me. <laughs> when you guys are there, yeah, you go come to my house. Hey, Sarah, how's it going? I'm sleeping on the couch, drooling, uh, kicking, falling into things. It's okay. It's okay. So I just look at that. It could have happened. If it could have happened to, there'll be a testimony coming later on this year, but if it could have happened to me and my family this year, it did. I would say 90% of things you guys are not privy to yet, but if it could have happened to our family in 2017, it happened. My friend Sue is like, yes, it happened. If it happened to anyone who's, I mean, it was just, it has been the craziest year, but this has probably been the most joyful season of my life that I can remember, including childhood. The most joyful season in my life. Like when they said they got shingles, I'm like, well, awesome. It's not a blood clot like they thought. See, God, you ain't, the devil ain't killing me today, is he? You know, because they thought because I was on a plane that it was a blood clot in my lung. And I was like, nope, it's not. Devil, you can't have that. So they're thinking, oh. And I had to do all these things and all this cra- crazy stuff happened. It was like, it would be a really great comedy show, what happened the next week after that. And, and people are like, I can't believe you're standing here talking. And I'm just laughing and laughing. And they're like are you sure you're not on meds? I'm like, not right now. (laughs) They're like, something is seriously wrong with you. I'm bringing cupcakes. I'm like, oh, you guys are so awesome. And they're like, going on field trips, helping people into zipline equipment. They're thinking, should you be making sure that they're in safe health? How much medicine have you been on? (laughs) Go climb up a tree, you're fine. (laughs) You know? My yard sale. It was just, so, but we chose and are choosing to go through this season Every spot with joy. Anyone can celebrate after the answer, after, you know, you get through that tough, rocky road. Anybody can celebrate that. That's easy. That takes zero faith. You don't need any faith for that. When the boat ain't rocking and you're just sitting there in the sun, it's good. I know if any of you guys have watched the scary boat things when they're in the storm. You know, it's hard to be like, oh, life is so good if that boat is being, you know, water is taking on. It's, you know, but 
We are participants in the goodness of God before the breakthrough. We're participants. You know what that means? We are an active part. We're not sitting back like, God, this is so hard. Why does everything bad happen to me? God's like, because you speak it into your life. You know? He's like, you should maybe change your words. I told you death and life are in the power of the tongue. You know, you're eating what you love. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that. In my complaining, I couldn't hear you. How many of you guys have been in the middle of complaining and God does something so amazing and you're like, oh, my gosh. You know? <laughs> it does feel like that, doesn't it? Definitely. So he's saying enlarge your tents, your territory. Add on before it looks like you need it. Like I said, put a fourth row in. Got people sitting in the fourth row and we don't even have the 13 group. <laughs> We don't even have the numbers to. So what I'm saying is, add on before it looks like you need it. Because God says, I need somewhere to bless. I need somewhere for that joy to overflow. And if you're not preparing for it, it's just going to roll right off. You know, enlarge those tents, that territory, add on. You know, it, wherever you need it. If you need it in your finances, start speaking some joy into that. Don't be like, oh my gosh, this bad thing happened and I'm going to be broke living on the streets. I'm going to be panhandling. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, I already got ripped jeans. I'm okay. (laughs) That one was free, you guys. (laughs) You know, but start, what are you doing in that season? How joyful are you? We went through a season like that, and we're kind of, we were going through a season like that, and we just looked at each other, and we're like, we just laughed. We're like, well, we'll figure out where we're going to get groceries. Okay. Like, we're just looking at each other like, (laughs) ha, ha. We're fasting for two weeks, kids. <laughs> Beg off your friends at school. You're right, you're right. No, <laughs> they do that anyways because what's, you know, they're kids. What's theirs is theirs. What's yours is theirs. You know, anywhere they go, anyone they come in t- contact, they think it's theirs. Especially if it's my kids. You leave a drink sitting on a counter like this, it's theirs. Every drink in the whole house is theirs. They may have got that from me. I don't even, I don't do that in a restaurant. Hopefully not the table next to me, but I have done it. (laughs) If you sit next to me at a restaurant, I'm sorry. Your drink is mine. My drink is mine. It's all mine. We share, okay? You know, it says bring it all together, (laughs) right? So, like, in your job, what are you doing? What are you speaking over your job? Are you having joy? Or are you going to the water cooler complaining with everyone else? You know, sometimes I tell people they're doing a good job, really when they're not, to be like, you know what, You're do- you are really trying. I really see, you know what, you are going places, because where you are right now is scary, you know. <laughs> but if I tell them, you're doing a horrible job, you just don't know how to do anything, and then I give them the opportunity to teach them, to come alongside and be like, oh, you should try this, it would totally work good, I've tried it before, and, and that opens up a door in my job, instead of being over here at the water cooler complaining about everything. Yeah. I love every job I've been in. And I haven't really applied for very many. People just come to me and say, do you want a job? And I say, if you're putting it in my lap, I, can, I think, I can't even remember the last job I applied for. It's probably been 15 years or more, the last job I applied for. Because people just come up to me and say, I want to give you a job. I'm like, Great! I want more pay and less time I have to work. And they're like, okay. <laughs> that really happens. It's just crazy. 
Um, because God, because I look and I say, I'm going to have joy in that season. I'm going to have joy. And God's like, I'm going to open up new doors because I know I can trust you with that. So, um, you know, whether it's in your health. And, you know, I went through this. And if any of you have had it, some of you have. And it is, it's like maybe childbirth and then it's my worst pain, you know. And in some areas, and I think, how can you have joy in that? But I'm like, you know, I'm going to speak into that. And I am not going to receive months because I need to get to the beach. I am in a competition and you should all be praying for me to win (laughs) because it blesses you guys if I win because Paulette gets to speak up here so you guys should all be rooting for me and make sure you throw a blanket over her when you see her outside So every area in your giftings, I love, you know what God says, your gifts will make room for you. Do something with them. Find out what God's saying. So it's like, oh, I have this gifting. What am I going to do with it? Do something with it. Don't let it sit there and atrophy. Let it make some room. It'll put you, it will set you before and grow you and make room that you will be, have influence with people that you've never had influence before. That's amazing. I've actually, I said, Lord, thank you that I have to go, I went through this because there's so many people that God's like, I just want you to share that. And they're like, oh my gosh, that totally changed my life in that moment. And these are people not just, these are people that are like in high ranking positions that God just is like, just say that. And I'm like, that's a weird thing to blurt out. (laughs) And they're like, oh my gosh, I needed to hear that. I have been, you know, and I'm just like, oh, okay. So now it's not so weird. I said, I'm going to take a risk for you, God. If you're saying to say that, I'm going to say it. So I'm so glad that we have chose joy in this season. Two years ago, I didn't really have that full grasp on there. But my husband has always had that grasp. So he's always been like, you know, he's really good at that. And it took me a lot more practice. We'll just say that. It took me a lot more practice. So praise the Lord God put me with someone because if there was two of me, We'd still be, ah, 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 you know what I mean? In the background, right? You know, because God knows that he made me to be very emotional in good emotion and maybe what we might call negative emotion, but I think it's all good emotion because there's a season for everything. Um, so you need that because if everybody's just stone fit, you know, you need both. You need level-headed, you need emotion because God gave us the emotion and it's beautiful. You know, even though I cry ugly, he thinks it's beautiful. Okay, so I, I was starting to write down everything that happened. <laughs> and I'm just laughing. I'm like, this is seriously write a book. I'm just laughing. About, I'm just laughing at the response and the crazy things that have, like, went on. And, like, how, and like then the awesome thing is how God comes in literally at the right moment has saved me from, you know, death, has added to when finances were took, all of this stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it just looked horrific in the natural. And I'm just laughing at it. Like if someone was to read that list and I'm going, <laughs> they're like, oh, okay. And the little pe- people are taking their children. <laughs> I have had that happen, but only because little children run out to me at the store and talk to me and hug me, and the parents are like, I don't know you. <laughs> so I do get those looks. 
sometimes, do you guys ever wake up in the night laughing? I do that all the time. <laughs> I'm in the sleep and I wake myself up. <laughs> it creeps him out, it creeps everyone out, it creeps the dogs out, the dogs at the bed like, what's happening? You know? I'm like, it's fine, I'm just having a moment here with the Lord. So, <laughs> this is my personality, so. I love that guy. I tell everyone the Lord gave me the gift of hilariousness, and I'm going to use it because I, I might not have all these, but, you know, I can joke around with the Lord. He gave that to me. So, but we have felt more grace, more peace. We've seen miracles. You know, that is a miracle. You know, they're like, she's like, you are, it's in your bones, it's in this, and it's going to be at least the whole summer. I'm like, I am going to the beach like three to five times a week. I don't have time for this, and it's not happening. We have seen that miracle. We've seen blessing in this season because we agreed that the joy of the Lord is our strength. We agreed with that. Our kids, they don't know anything else. Even if they tried to agree to something else, I just put my hand in my mouth and say, shh. You know? I actually did that when they were little. When they would speak negatively about themselves, I would be tell them not to speak, not to say anything. If you, they would literally get in trouble if they started speaking negative because I knew what they were creating. And I was like, say nothing, cry into your pillow, be mad at me in your head, I don't care, just say nothing. And they would be like, stop, like, stop, nope, you know, just one more, no, no one more. So the joy of the Lord is our strength. Um, 